0: Hi, everyone. This is Eric Hewitt, Co-Chief Investment Officer here at SSNC Alps Advisors. And you're listening to Inside the Rendezvous, where our research team dives into investment topics relevant to wealth managers and their clients. If you're interested in our written content, including backup materials for this episode, head to alpsadvisors.com. Or if you're a Black Diamond user, our research is also available in the Rendezvous Model Marketplace. In this episode, Warren, Beth, and I will discuss the research we've done on the changing nature of small capitalization stocks, which is complementary to Alex Hagmeyer's work on our core equity philosophy. Historically, investors have viewed small-cap equities as high-risk, high-reward vehicles to access companies poised to graduate into mid-cap or even large-cap stocks. With the growth of private capital, we believe there has been a structural shift impacting how investors should access the small-cap risk premium. Here with, uh, Warren Beth. Thank for, thank you for joining me, Warren. Oh, thanks for having me here. Yeah. So, uh, Warren and I have been doing some work on, uh, the small cap space. And so this is part of a series of work as a, as an equity research team that, uh, we've been uh, putting together our thoughts on the long-term structural premia that we want to access in the market. And it's complementary to a piece that, um, that Al Kegmaier wrote about our core equity positioning, uh, quality growth, and quality value. And then when we get out of our core equity positioning, we start thinking through our diversifiers, including international stocks and, and of course, small-cap stocks. And so it got Warren and I thinking about uh, the changing nature of what small-cap stocks have represented to investor portfolios over the past decade, decade, and a half. And so with that, um, we just wanted to present some of that research that we've done um, around uh, that positioning and that thinking. And maybe I'll I'll hand it off to you, Warren, and and talk through some of our structural changes that we've observed in the small cap landscape, specifically uh, uh, relevant to the growth in private private markets, private capital.
1: Yeah, so really the first thing I want to talk about is – The utility and function of the small cap space and how uh, companies use it and how it was 20 years ago versus today. So 20 years ago, we would have companies going public in the small cap universe in order to access public financing to finance their activities. That's no longer really the case. Uh, Mostly what's happened now is those companies are eaten up by private equity companies or venture-backed companies and really don't go public until they're a lot larger. And so you know, the small cap universe is now made up of more like fallen angel type companies, which have failed to grow out of small caps or have gotten fallen back into small caps after going public. Um, and so it's a different mix of companies that really occupies that universe.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been astounding, the growth of private capital. So, you know, right now, uh, private uh, pools of private capital are essentially equivalent to, the public markets today, the market cap of, of public companies today, um, and the other change that I've observed is that uh, exchanges like NASDAQ, others have created um, ways to uh, to trade private assets um, between private equity vehicles, uh, and private equity vehicles are are are, are exchanging uh, private assets all this all the time on the side with each other. And so there really isn't a need for small cap companies today or the vast majority of small cap companies today to access public markets in order to finance their growth. Yeah,
1: that's true. Uh, coming with the bank regulation into out of 2008. That's right. Yeah. A lot of the private markets grew and kind of became, began to occupy that space that used to belong to the banks. And so they're financing all these smaller companies. Um, with that comes, you know, a lot more pools, bigger, larger pools of capital in which to, um, invest in those companies. And yeah, you're right. You see, you see funds that are selling companies to other private equity companies or to other private equity funds Ooh. on the secondary market. And really, yeah, that's changed the landscape of the small cap universe.
0: Yeah. So when we dug into the data and, you know, we're going to share a couple of, of charts here. Um, but when we, when we dug into the data, it, I felt like you could just throw a dartboard at any data series and see the changing nature of the broad-based uh, small cap indices, you know, one of the things that we looked at um, the percentage of unprofitable companies um, in the Bloomberg 2000 index, you know, so that's slowly or steadily, uh, I should say steadily increasing over the past two decades, um, you know, the percentage of companies with zero revenues, you know, so um, it speaks to how index providers are challenged in finding, uh seasoned companies to include in their small cap indices therefore they're forced to bring in recently ipo'd companies that are really just an idea don't have proof of revenue yet mm
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's really changed the landscape of that small cap universe to lower quality um stocks and individuals representing it um and and because of that you know we've kind of found that putting that quality screen is really helpful for for accessing that you know small cap universe
0: yeah for sure and and the other thing is so you know we chose to look at value side of the small cap universe and uh the percentage of banks as a component of the small cap value universe has gone up steadily and that represents a significant amount of risk and you know, you did a piece wrote a piece on on the risk of the banking sector um you know you can see here since 2009 small cap banks have uh, grown their exposure to commercial real estate aggressively. Um And in many ways, they've been regulated out of many other areas and been forced to, to commit capital in this space rather than choosing to go there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So this, this actually speaks to two different things that
0: we talked about earlier. So one,
1: you know, so this growing percentage of small, of banks in the small cap universe, well, that's because since 2007, while the stock market is up over 300%, the bank index is right around flat since that mm-hmm. time. So they've kind of just been stuck in the mud in, in that area, Um, so, or in the small cap universe. And so because of that, you know, with regulation, with their profit centers being kind of taken away and being forced into, you know, this, uh, CRE lending, you know, Really, they're just stuck in the small cap universe, and they they represent that like lower quality exposure that we've been talking about.
0: Yeah, disadvantaged business models that uh, really um, maybe you'll have some consolidation, you know, which I would anticipate in the small cap cap banking universe. But um, they've been competed away on the fee side by fintech, and you know, in, in the case of uh, commercial real estate, been forced into. Really, you know, riskier loans in order to, to generate a profit on the spread side. Yeah,
1: not credit risk, but duration risk. And with rising interest rates, you know, that has its effects as we've been seeing over the last year, um, as their book values decline and, you know, with the pandemic, it's, it's really, yeah, it's really hurt them because their lending bases in a lot of real estate. And a lot of real estate isn't being utilized the way it was before the pandemic.
0: Sure. Yeah. So it, that brings us around to why we um, explored this area as a research topic in the first place. So, you know, our thoughts on how investors access small cap stocks, or at least the uh, representation of of what small caps used to be, is different today. Where we need to make sure that we screen for quality, and the other thing is we can access a lot of that premium in that small cap universe through mid caps. Yep. Yeah. So while it was always difficult to have
1: exposure to, you know, the one small cap that makes it out like Google or Amazon, you know, today it's a lot harder, mm-hmm. you know, just because of how companies are using the small or IPO space and how they're using private markets. Um, as we said earlier, it's really dampened the quality that's in that small cap universe. And so using a filter, we think we can access similar, um, risk premia that was available before, just now we have to do a little bit more work.
0: Yep, yep. And and there are certainly vehicles available that do screen out the lower quality portion of the small cap universe or, um, you know, again, accessing that mid cap space. You're getting a lot of that same exposure with companies that have healthy uh, growth prospects are able to graduate higher in the large cap universe and, you know, at times become strategic targets for small or for larger cap companies.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly right.
0: Yeah, so we'll leave it there. Thank you. Thank you, Warren. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and share. We appreciate your time and value your feedback, which, by the way, you can send using the contact us link at alpsadvisors.com.